time for topics worthy of discussion, as the man said. And we welcome to the panel today Dan Moulton, who is a consultant at Crestview Strategy and a guy I knew from Queens Park way back when. I guess I haven't seen you in five years. It's probably been at least five years. At least five years, because I left there in 2013, but I know you've been around because we've been on panels together. We had good times back then. We have good times now. Peter, it's good to see you. It's true. Good to see you, too. Anthony Fury, uh, good to see you. Always a pleasure, sir. We're we're online all the time, but we don't necessarily always see each other. People don't know that. It's been uh, a few years. It has been. So good to, uh, to welcome you. And, uh, of course, Anthony is with SunPost Media. He's a columnist and national comment editor. And John Capobianco, senior VP, senior partner, and national practice lead for public affairs, also a man of long title, in Fleshman Hilliard's <laughs> Toronto office with over 22 years of grassroots political experience at all levels of government. John! Peter, good to see you again. Okay, let's talk about something that uh, comes out of the halls of Queen's Park today. And this, if you've been monitoring the newscasts this afternoon, and I'm talking to all of you out there as well as you three. Uh, you've heard that Doug Ford is finally pronouncing on uh, the, let's call it mini rebellion that we're hearing about. Don't know if it's going to happen yet. Uh, in the ranks of teachers. First, it was Sam Hammond over at uh, Elementary Teachers Federation with 83,000 members saying, uh, we're not advising our teachers to go back to 1998. They can teach the standing curriculum and we'll defend any one of them that wants to do it. And now we're hearing from Harvey Bischoff, who's president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, and he said the government's handling of the issue is creating additional anxiety for teachers as they prepare for the school year. This is an absolutely unprecedented approach to policy or curriculum implementation, yada, yada, yada. The point is, between that and uh, a group of parents going to the Human Rights Tribunal uh, over LGBTQ rights, uh, and um, basically people across the board saying, we don't want it, and other people um, standing up and saying, but we do. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I predicted, and I continue to predict, that as we get ever closer to the first day of school, we're looking at a problem. And Doug Ford has said, Ontario teachers could face consequences for teaching the repealed sex education. Make no mistake, if we find somebody failing to do their job, we will act. Anthony. You know, I have a confession to make. Up until a few weeks ago, I've been a downtown elite for a number of years, but I have not wanted to disclose this fact. And as I was just explaining to Dan, I just moved uh, to the East End. And, you know, I was driving around this morning and I saw two bumper stickers that said, I support repealing the sex ed curriculum. I've never, I've never seen that before driving around the core downtown. I haven't seen one. But I saw them yeah, in the East End. Maybe, I guess, they're, yeah, there's, I'd never seen them before. Look, they've been saying for a long time now that they wanted to deal with this, repeal this parent consultation and so forth. Doug Ford articulated it clearly throughout the campaign. He mentioned it during his leadership campaign, and then you get a, a very stunning majority mandate. So I get that the issue is controversial, uh, and they say they're doing a consultation. So I think these people and these teachers who want to make their voices heard should make their voices heard through the consultation period. And it may, maybe sounds a little harsh, but, I mean, your job is to follow the curriculum. So he's saying, I'm going to fire you if you don't do your job or have consequences. I mean, that's, that's his prerogative. Well... Dan Moulton, I know that you come from another area of the political <laughs> spectrum. Let's hear what the uh, counterpoint is. Look, Peter, actually what I'm really interested in with today's announcement is it's quite a bit of smoke and mirrors. Uh, with the announcement that, that Doug Ford came out with, he took a, you know, a swipe at the teachers. He's starting a bit of a, uh, a war with the teachers in Ontario, as it were, to try and you know score some political points, I think, with his base. But what's interesting is at the same time as he did that, they also posted the updated sex ed curriculum online. And what we're actually seeing is that 
despite his promise to not implement the new sex ed curriculum and go back to the way it was in 1998, they actually posted a pretty modern sex ed curriculum, the one that was being taught uh, just last year. It's a modified curriculum. Yeah, and so it includes all of those things that they said that they were opposed to, uh, that, uh, that you know, certainly some parents, a very niche group of parents out there were complaining about. All those things are still in their curriculum. So I'm actually surprised uh, with their, and impressed with their decision to go ahead with a curriculum that's far more modern uh, than the 1998 curriculum that they had said they would implement. Uh, but it is interesting politics to see Doug Ford come out with this sort of swipe at the teachers today, this complaint hotline for parents, uh, for teachers that are teaching the wrong curriculum. You know, it's, I, I think it's an interesting piece of politics and uh, uh, sort of a certainly a, a bit of a red herring. It's an interesting... Promises th- made, promises kept. Well, there you go. So, so <laughs> look, at you, the man Where said it himself. <laughs> well, he's, he's, all, he's ever present here in the studio <laughs> with me. Certainly uh, here with you, Peter, yeah. That's right. <laughs> t- t- I'm, I just was looking while you were talking, Dan, uh, at, at uh, some material here and it gave me the the verbiage that they've got out there teachers are expected to use a quote revised interim curriculum unquote for the upcoming school year Mm -hmm. the government said so that's what dan is referring to john weigh in on it is a revised interim curriculum appropriate i think it is i think it is too and i think anthony uh, you know sort of mentioned it and hit sort of hit the nail on the head with respect to they campaigned on this they won on this um there shouldn't be a surprise about what they're trying to do their biggest issue was always about the consultation it wasn't about so there were certain specifics about the sex ed that that bothered them bothered some of their supporters um but it was always more the age appropriateness of some of the subjects not that they shouldn't be taught but it should be taught at a certain time or a certain age appropriateness based on what parents feel should be the right way to go and they felt that the parents weren't consulted enough back in the day hence the uh, this whole issue with respect to the consultations and um you know, I, I think the swipe that that the premier made was was well founded. When you have union leaders coming up and basically saying, "Well, we're going to protect our teachers," so basically encouraging their teachers to go out there and actually buck what is what is law and what is what is being proposed as law, um, you're basically breaking the law. And I think that the premier had to be able to say something to say, you know, if you do that, there's going to be ramifications. Because if he, if he didn't say that, then it would be licensed for them to do whatever they wanted to do, and yeah. that was wrong. Look, but John, but no, I think what's what's really concerning about about that. That sort of positioning, though, is that we're setting up here for a conflict between the government and teachers, suggesting that it's illegal for teachers to teach kids that sexuality is a spectrum, that there are gay people and it's okay to be gay. Is that is that illegal? Is that wrong? Should there be a hotline set up for parents to complain? There is a hotline te- set up. I know here. exactly. For, and, and, and there's, a, and there's a website for parents. Is that to is that the way we want our schools to be run in 2018? Well, it shouldn't be Dan, taught that know, it's okay to be gay. I, I'm supposed to be more of a moderator than a guy who's throwing something in, but I'm going to mix this up a little bit. The bottom line here is everybody at this table, regardless of your political background, knows that if you take teachers and you put them together uh, with uh, progressive conservatives. Under Doug Ford, um, what you've got is essentially oil and water. They're never going to mix. So this was coming, and it's going to get even stronger as as time wears on. Well, certainly Where, as he ratchets up the tension, in particular. Well, like, I, I mean, I setting up a snitch well, hotline. I don't know that that's ratchet, true. Who's ratcheting up? The, Come on, John. He set up a snitch hotline. Come on, Dan. Is the union teacher? The union's basically saying, "Teachers, go ahead and teach what you want. I'll protect you." That's not fair. Well, I think Come it's on. fair to tell teachers that it's okay to teach kids it's okay to be gay. No, let's Anthony, start with that. Anthony, Anthony, let's just start with that basically. Guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys can take it outside. <laughs> but but Dan, I've got to ask you. Dan, I've got to ask I'm you to hold, loon, hold for a second, and I'm looking at Anthony. I'm always happy to add my thoughts here. Anthony, uh, the first time that I've seen this phraseology, interim curriculum, 
the the stuff that's been edited so that uh, there's there's something that is akin to what people who wanted the old curriculum kept um, still in place. And there's also um, room for maneuvering for the year that they're going to consult. I think that that makes me reasonably happy as a citizen of Ontario. I don't understand why you would get into a battle if you were a teacher and you were told you could teach something that was reasonable, not 1998. And it looks like what the PCs are actually doing is just classic politics where you're getting people together in a room and you're trying to go, well, we got two completely different sides here. But maybe, as I've said many times, Peter, that people are closer together on this issue than they think and you just make it happen. I, I mean, John alluded to it, you know, who's responsible for the ratcheting up. There's been a whole hell of a lot of fear-mongering over this. And when you sit down and you ask Doug Ford, oh, are you uh, saying that, the, you know, the teachers shouldn't be taught respect for LGBT people and so forth? He's never said yes to all that. It's a lot of fear-mongering. It's a lot of, uh, here's a thing that Tanya Granick allen said secretly, you know, seven years ago, when the, she's not even in caucus and so forth, stuff that is not things that Doug Ford has said, and there's no reason to believe this is going to be in the curriculum. So massive amounts of fear-mongering going on here. If you have concerns, whatever constituency you are from, voice your concerns, and let's hope that they do classic politics and just you know bring it all together and, and make sure all sides are heard. Yeah, but Anthony, the, the Premier has also said quite specifically he doesn't think the curriculum should allow for liberal ideology to be forced on parents. And I'd like to know more specifically what in the old curriculum that the Liberals had proposed was quote-unquote liberal ideology. Was did it the he idea- answer that question? No, he's never answered well, that Well, there question. you go. So he's why never the provided fear-mongering? Any. Well, there's Maybe a lot his of fault for creating fringes a vacuum. in the party that reject fundamental yeah, yeah, human yeah, rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get all of that, that but if he has never said all of, of this, homosexuality, it's fear-mongering like to, to fill the vacuum. Well, he specifically said, tell me about the fact that gender is a spectrum. Explain that to me. He questions the idea that there is a spectrum in gender. And I think that that's something that ought to be taught in our curriculum nowadays. There are trans people in schools. There are trans people in our communities. And they deserve respect and inclusion. That is not the same as as respect for gay and lesbian parents and same-sex rights. That's more uh, on the academic it's, branch. Dan, I've got to say that teaching something in schools versus respecting people of other beliefs and other um, orientations are two entirely different things. But I've got to call it there because we've got to take a break. I'm Peter Sherman. The panel consists of John Capbianco, Dan Moulton, and Anthony Fury. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The sun is out. Birds are singing. Bees are trying to have sex with them. As is my understanding. <laughs> 